Listen to Sunday Morning Magazine no matter what day it is. Use your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear today. And again, all morning long, we're talking to those who have found passion, purpose, and fulfillment in their second act career. I'm Rodney Lear. You're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. Remember, if you missed anything, reach out to us on social media, Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on air. Up next is Chris Donovan. Chris is here this morning to share his story. It's our pleasure to welcome Chris Donovan to Sunday Morning Magazine. Good morning, Chris. How are you? I'm doing great, Rodney. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. Now, the show is all about second act careers. Now, I understand that your first act found you as a telephone repairman for 25 years. Is that right? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Now, working for that job for over a quarter century, did you always feel like you should be doing something else or you missed your calling? Yeah. It it was one of these things where uh, uh, being a, a really creative person, um, each job I had like at one point, eight different jobs at the phone company. I kept on transferring from one department to another to try to find something that was a bit fulfilling and uh, nothing ever, nothing ever clicked. I knew there was something else out there. Now, what was it? Do you understand? Or do you know at this point, what was it that was holding you back from pursuing your career, your dream of designing footwear? Um, well, I started, I, I got, bit by the shoe bug back in high school mm-hmm. and it was one of these things where i was fascinated by like platforms and how could you do that with a piece of clothing it was like a piece of sculpture and i started drawing them and i couldn't stop uh for years and years and years i would draw shoes and come up with new ideas and i didn't think it was a feasible career uh, design school was extremely expensive, and there really wasn't any schools for shoe design in America. Uh, it just seemed way out of reach for me, and uh, like an impossible dream. So uh, I went with the phone company instead. <laughs> <laughs> There's always work at the phone company, right? That's right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what about family support and things like that? Is that something that you would have thought your family would have been on board with as you know, in high school, wanting to design women's shoes, is that something your family would have gotten behind at that time? Uh, no, I don't think so. My family was kind of blue collar, so mm-hmm. the idea was to get into a big company, uh, find security with good benefits. That was kind of the dream. And as far as high school goes, I mean, as soon when people started noticing I was drawing shoes in all my notebooks. They started teasing me and being made fun of. And I'm like, yep, this is not something I should share with people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just started doing it by myself. So it, it kind of, it's just been one of those kind of secrets of mine that I always did. And my family just, you know, they didn't see it as a career. So back then, no, no, there was not a lot of support. And in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine all morning long. We're talking about those who have pursued a second act career. This morning, we're talking to Chris Donovan. He went from telephone repairman to a high-end women's footwear designer. And we'll talk about exactly how he got there. For more information on the show, you can like and follow us on Facebook, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on air. Or you can listen to the show anytime you like. Head to your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine. Magazine with Rodney Lear. Now, Chris, for you, I understand that a health scare served as a turning point for you to actually pursue your passion to design women's footwear. Um, what happened there, Chris? My partner and husband at the moment, he kept on telling me, 
you know, you really should do this because I, he just saw the shoes were drawn all over everything. And I thought about it and I thought about it. And then I got diagnosed with prostate cancer. Uh, I was 50. It was caught very early. Uh, I've been uh, clear ever since. But it was one of those moments where it's like, oh, my first brush with my mortality. And it's like, do I have any unfinished business? And I knew exactly what that was. You know, I, I knew I was here for something else. And it, it, that cleared things up very quickly for me. Now, Chris, you were serious. You studied at one of the most prestigious fashion design schools in the world. Um, tell me about that experience. <laughs> well, I, I, I ran into a designer who saw my drawings, and he said, you have to go to Europe for a master's, hmm. which seemed impossible. I'd have to leave my job. And the designer said, I will write you a letter to any school you want to go to, and I will get you in there. So... Uh, I did. Uh, it, the idea was to go to Italy, uh, get a master's at Polymoda. It was great. But I, right away, my, I think my age was, uh, I didn't think anything of my age. But when I got there, uh, there, there was a lot of people didn't understand why I was there. I was the oldest student they ever had because everybody was like 20 and, uh, and young. And uh, there were people who mistook me for janitor there uh, quite <laughs> oh, often. Goodness. So, so yeah, they didn't realize I was a design student, which means I also had to change my clothes because I was a fashion school. <laughs> I was still dressing like a, I was still dressing like a repairman. <laughs> <laughs> and so that what you were you started this second act actually going to college in Italy at fifty. Yes, actually fifty five. Fifty five. When I finally got over there. Wow. And so what was that whole experience? That that had to be a great experience for you. Yeah, it, it, it was. Uh, when I first got there, it was it was tough because I had never been to uh, design school, really. And I didn't know anything about collections and all the things that everybody already knew from being getting their bachelor's in design. So I was starting from scratch. I think a big moment, though, was one of the teachers came over to me and she saw me what I was doing and she said, Wow, your stuff is awful. Why? Awful? <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean? Yep, she said awful. I said, I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, you're trying to be fashion. And I go, well, I thought that was the point. I'm at fashion school. And she said, no, no. She goes, everybody around you is fashion. They're all 20-something. She goes, you're different. Where, where did you come from? And I said, I was a repairman. And that's what she said. You do crude. Do crude. That's where you're from. And sure enough, as soon as she said that, I realized all the stuff I had done before, the voice I had developed over 25 years of drawing, uh, I had kind of forgotten. So I brought it back and they fell in love with my stuff uh, and it changed everything. And uh, I ended up graduating at the top of my class. Oh, wow. Look at that. Now, Chris, let me ask you this. Now, you did something really unconventional you to really jumpstart your career. You entered a contest that changed your life. Tell us about that. Well, when I left school, one of the first things they told me was, you know, you're going to have a really hard time finding a job because <laughs> you're age. Wow, they were really so, like, encouraging at yeah. that school. <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they, were, they were honest. They were honest, but they did say, you know what? Go back, do what you do, share your story. They knew something would happen. So I, had, uh, I saw a contest for Project Runway, which I watched all the time to meet Tim Gunn and have him critique your portfolio of fashion. And that meant clothes. Uh, so, but I said, yeah, I have nothing to lose. So I sent my portfolio of shoes in 
And I ended up winning that and was brought to New York and wow. had uh, Tim Gunn critique my work. Uh, and he loved it. And it was really it was really awesome. And things started happening right right away after that. Now, I saw you on the Tamron Hall show as well. And so you had some really noted celebrities that are rocking your shoes now. And these are expensive shoes. I, I don't know if the everyday person can afford those, but they're very high end and very classy. When I was in Italy, I had been to many of the factories uh, watching how they make shoes. And they really, truly are the best at making beautiful shoes. And if you're going to be doing something unique and unusual, it's one of the best places to go. So I started searching. Um, I didn't plan on starting my own line, but I realized that nobody was going to hire me and people wanted to see my design. So I said, wait, I got to learn how to start a, a line. And uh, I went back to Europe and started looking for factories uh, that would work with me. And that's how it all started. And then I started getting noticed. Uh, and I had received Tam uh, Tamron Hall show uh, called me. And said, "Yeah, we, we'd like to do an interview with you." And so I sent her a pair, one uh, a pair of my shoes, because uh, she's so into fashion. She always mm -hmm. has the most amazing clothes on. And so I, I said, I, "I was like, oh," and they let me decide what to send her. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, "Oh, what do I send her?" You know? And I'm like, well, "She's going to be under the studio lights." So I sent her one of my bright blue metallic shoes, and they they look spectacular. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I, I, I got a big response on my website after that. Uh, my shoes have shown up on the red carpet uh, in a few different places. They've shown up in a lot of magazines. So when you show up on the red carpet, is do they usually let you know that, you know, whatever this celebrity is going to be wearing your shoe, or do, does it just show up and you're like, wow? Uh, that, that depends. That depends. The, <laughs> okay. uh, so uh, my shoes are uh, in a PR firm. So the stylists come in and they, they'll see my shoes and they'll pull them for a look. So uh, they'll pull quite a few. So you don't know if they're going to use yours or not. So sometimes I know ahead of time that they that they're going to be using them. And other times I find out by uh, seeing the articles come out in the magazines. And in case you're just tuning in this morning, all morning long, we're talking to those who have embarked on a second act career. My guest is Chris Donovan. He went from telephone repairman in his first act career to a high-end women's footwear designer in his second career. For more information on Chris, more information on all of our guests this morning, reach out to us on social media, Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on Air. Now, Chris, what advice would you give those listening this morning that have fears about pursuing their passion to embark on a second act career? What would you tell them? What advice would you have for them? Start. It's one of these things where it, I'm not going to say it's not scary because it really is. But it's a process, and it's not instant. It's not like you say, oh, I'm going to leave my work and go do this right now. No, prepare for it. Uh, be ready for it. You'll know the, the right time when to just make the complete switch. But study whatever, whatever it is that you, is your passion. Prepare and do it the best you can. I mean, I did it for a long time before it crossed my mind that I should be doing this as a career. So when it finally did happen... Uh, I was much more ready for it. Uh, and also be careful who you listen to. There's a lot of really good intentioned people who are going to say, oh, no, you know, that's not safe. That's not. And, yeah, they're, well, they are right. It's, it, they're not safe. You know, you're talking about giving away some of your security. But what's more important? Do you just want to live a life just secure or do you want to actually do something you absolutely adore and take chances? 
So yeah, prepare for it. Be careful who you listen to. Surround yourself with supportive people. That's my best advice. All right. Now, from years of hiding your talents to working a job that you didn't like, now living your dream as a shoe designer, what is that like and what does that feel like? It's really hard. <laughs> it's, mm. it's, the most work I, it's the most work I've ever done, and it, but it is so fulfilling mm. because it's all about what I'm doing. It's all about who I am. So I get a chance to start creating all these things that actually see them on women's feet. Um, on some very, very famous women's feet. And it's very exciting. It's very affirming of all those years. I, I just thought it was just kind of weird to see all these people happy about my shoes. Uh, yeah, it's a great feeling. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't change a thing. All right. And Chris Donovan, if our listeners would like to find out more about you and more about your shoe wear, how can they find out more? Follow me on Instagram, Chris, uh, C-H-R-I-S, Donovan, footwear on Instagram and also my website is the same chrisdonovanfootwear.com and also on Facebook chrisdonovanfootwear thank you so much for sharing your story Chris thank you I really appreciate it nice talking to you thank you Rodney we've been speaking to women's footwear designer Chris Donovan remember for anything that you may have missed on this second act career edition of Sunday Morning Magazine feel free to reach out to us on Facebook Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on air Or you can listen to the show anytime you like. Just head to your favorite podcast app anywhere you get your podcasts and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear.